Welcome to Royally Screwed, a Curse of Strahd actual play podcast featuring a group of motley fools bumming their way through Barovia. Be warned, this is an adult content rated campaign. This means our players use adult language and make jokes of adult nature. Also because of the nature of a horror-driven campaign, there will be descriptions of torture, murder, and other topics that may be disturbing to sensitive listeners. Listen at your own risk and prepare to be royally screwed. When we last left off, after assisting with the burial of Kolyan Irinovich, the players set off to escort Irina to the town of Velaki, deciding to make a pit stop to Zerpool in order to finally meet the woman that has been visiting their dreams. The trip proved to be anything but uneventful. Shortly after starting out, the players encountered two scouts from the village of Barovia by the name of Kareza and Korga. Seemingly shocked to see Irina venturing from the village, the two warned the party to avoid traveling at night and to be weary of Strahd's spies. As the party made their way to the crossroads, Beaner has what could only be described as an ominous encounter as he alone saw a body hanging from the rope at the nearby gallows. As the wind turned the bloated body, he finds himself shockingly staring at his own face before the body dissolves into nothingness. When the others inquired what he had seen, he kept this information to himself, simply stating that he was just wondering if they were lost. And so the party moved on to the direction of Sir Pool. Shortly down the trail, the party heard the sound of horses and a carriage heading their direction. Marina quickly tries to disguise Irina and most of the party hides among the trees while Plask and Sathriel stay on the road. Plask being a kiss ass with my lord. <laughs> the carriage proves to be one that they are very familiar with having seen the same one only a few hours before dawn at the funeral of the Burgomaster. This is confirmed when the carriage stops and none other than Strahd von Zorovich steps out. Members of the party hidden among the trees are quickly brought to roadside as they are herded by a pack of six large dire wolves. Lord Strahd formally introduces himself and then begins to question the party in regards to their actions at the Durst Manor imploring that they should indeed go back to the manor to, quote, see just how little impact their actions have upon his land. He leaves the party with one final gift when he decides to charm and then bite Sathril, leaving him both taking damage and char before he departs. Daddy Strahd. Uh. 
Continuing on, a raven with blue wingtips falls into the trail in front of the party, and the adventurers find themselves in a battle with a large strith as well as two flocks of smaller strifts. After a long battle, the party stands victorious. Sadel and Kerfina work together to help provide care for the injured raven, removing silver barbs from its body and allowing it to travel to Zarapool with them while it recovers. Shortly after, to the amazement of the others, Sadel pulls out an egg from his satchel and the party looks on as it hatches, exposing a gray wire. Tiny small. Tiny small. Finally arriving at Zarapool, Vistani encampment, the party is greeted by Stanismir, y'all's best friend. Y'all love him so much. After some arguing back and forth about his trickery and bringing them to Barovia, the party makes their way to the largest of the tents where they finally meet Madame Ava. After greeting each one, including greeting Beener with an unfamiliar name that he has forgotten, the woman explains that prophecy says the party will be the ones to bring the sun back to Barovia. Using a deck of Taroka cards, she uses her powers of divination to lead the party to the tools that they will need to defeat Strahd. The location of three powerful artifacts and the location of where the final battle will take place. She also provides them with an ally that, if the party wins their favor, will help them in the final battle. She then gives each player a private reading, each one given a task or a location that will help provide them with the answers to their personal questions or to locate tools that will help them in the battle. After the reading, the party ends the night at the campfire with Stanismir. They are joined by two others, a Vistani woman named Eliza and Arturi, a man who says he is searching for his friend, Dr. Rudolf Van Richten. The party, along with Irina, participate in a game of stories around the fire, where the party wins a deck of Taroka cards, a spyglass, and a manuscript about werewolves that was written by Dr. Van Richten. The night closes with the party enjoying a quiet, long rest in a private tent. And this, guys, is where we begin today. So y'all are in the tent, about to have your long rest. Good recap? Yep. All right. You settle in for the night in the tents. And as you lay down and you close your eyes, Carly. You start hearing some gibberish coming from your satchel. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> I, know, I know what this is. Hmm. Somebody shut that thing up. <laughs> <laughs> you open your satchel and you find that your fear bee is just chattering up a storm. Already we're laughing our ass. It is it is nothing that is decipherable. It is just gibberish. But it is definitely quite incessant. Pet it. You gotta talk loud, microphones. Uh uh, I wanna take him out of the bag. 
All right, you take him out of the bag. So come get over by that mic so I can hear you. What? And just as quickly as it started up, it has shut up. Is no fun. Is no blinsky. Is no fun. Is no blinsky. It is no fun. It is no blinsky. Um, which the real fun starts. <laughs> like, hey, Beaner, can you do me a favor? Sure. What is it? Take this. I just toss him the food. What the heck is this? It's the therapy I got from the uh, the dead girl. Dead. <laughs> you know, you were there with me. So what do you want me to do with this? Keep it. Have fun. Pick I'm gonna just up. keep passing the trivia around. I look at it. Don't hand me that damn thing. And I'm like, I'll take it. Look at everybody. I'm like, no. Oh, now what? I'll take it. It's like you're stuck with it. Yeah. Put it in your big brown sack. <laughs> 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 Oh no. Say that Are again. You talking literally? Say that again. I said, put it in your big brown sack. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure if I can do that. It's all spadania. What are you doing with the fair bee? I already have Jack in the box. I don't need two. I just need the. We're in the tent. Are we in the tent? You're in the tent. Everybody's just like sitting. Everybody's looking. Uh, so I look at you and I'm like, I'm asleep. <laughs> He's asleep. So. Don't you dare look over here. You. you want this? Sure, I'll take I'll take the fur. I'll take the fur. The You can you. use it as target practice for your new. Uh, winged friend there. Yeah! It may come back to try to kill me, but who knows? <laughs> Alright. Why are we carrying that damn thing around with us anyway? <laughs> no idea. We probably should have left, but left well, it with I thought the... it was cute. Is there a fire somewhere around? It may be cute, but it's certainly annoying. Out in where Stanismere was. Eh, it's harmless. Let it stay. Well. So. Unless it, unless it tries to kill us, I think it needs to As sleep overtakes you, you hear a soft voice in your head of Madame Mava, and she says, "Sleep well, heroes of Barovia." Yeah. And Not you yet. have your long rest. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Jump the gun there, I think. <laughs> so you all have all your hit points, all your spell slots. As the sun comes up, you wake up, and you begin to exit your tent, and you see Stanismir standing by the fire with a young female. She has brown hair, light skin, and Stanismir looks and he sees you as you exit the tent and he calls out to you. Hello, good morning. Come look what the mist has dragged in today. 
We found this one wandering in the mist, and we thought, hey, she might be of some use to you. You take her. Take her with you for no other reason than get her out of our hair. Sure. Cool. Really don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll like me well enough. We are going to be good pals, you and I. Unlikely. Poor Stannis Mirror. So, if we get past this Strahd fellow, we're coming back to pay you a visit. If you get past this Strahd fellow, you'll come and pay me any visit you want. But for now, look what I've got for you. I'm, I'm not going to wrap her in a bow. She might not like that if I was to do that. But who knows? Introductions. Because we're not going to keep her. You got to take her. Fuck you, Stannis Mare. Double fuck you, Stannis Mare. Hello. Hello, good friend. Who who, who this be? Who is you? When did you turn into an owl there, friend? Who? Do you shit through feathers? Do you shit through feathers? No. We had an Aarakroka come through here one time. Oh. Yeah. He 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 was pretty cool. He was an owl. Mm. What was his name? Annette, I believe. But that is neither here nor there. Where? Interesting. Say hello to your new friend. Another poor adventure you probably thought that's it. I had nothing to do with this one. Where are they at now? She's right there. No, Annette. Oh, I don't know where they went. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I think. Just like you won't care where we go after we leave here. Well, once they leave, I don't keep track of them. They don't send postcards. Hmm. You know, it's not exactly like a postal service comes to no, grow. They want to send you a postcard anyway. They probably don't. You're an asshole. <laughs> Uh, that's nothing I haven't heard before. Fuck you. <laughs> Y'all are some rude motherfuckers. There's this girl standing right here, and you can't even be bothered to say hello. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, ma'am. We're currently cursing out this this fuck for sending us to this cursed land. Hey, you volunteered to come. You said you wanted to meet the woman of your dreams. I brought you to the woman of your dreams. Yeah, but you forgot the part where she was living in a land that was overruled by a vampire lord. Hey, I don't control where the woman of your dreams lives. Minor details. Very minor details. <laughs> Very minor. What you Anyways. So. So Claire. That you don't know her name yet? I already, I oh, okay. <laughs> so who are you? Just a mere traveler as yourselves. And how did you find yourself in this godforsaken land? How'd you manage? You just wandered into the mists. No one just wanders into the mist. She wandered into the mist. Yeah, I'm on about I'm you. not sure how she got here, <laughs> to be honest. Bringing more souls here to be damned. We had nothing to do with this one. 
And yeah, I'm sure so you're lying through your teeth. I can see that. Of course, we all know that. No, but nobody. Oh, I admit I brought you guys here. Oh my god. Oh my god. Here we go. I took you through the mist. You were safe. You dumbasses went into the house. That wasn't my fault. I told you to go left. You went right. Wait, other way around. So you're not even you know. <laughs> yeah, you. Asshole. Asshole. <laughs> asshole. Asshole. Double fuck you. <laughs> we guys need to hit on now. We got bigger things to worry about. We'll discuss this later. And we will discuss this later. Well, you're taking this one with you. I guess we are. We didn't bring this one in, so. She's your problem. No ill will towards you. We're just a little upset right now. <laughs> so. As the pleasantries are disposed of. You know, everybody was happy during the story time. Now we're all back to being assholes. <laughs> we woke up and realized where we were. I'm like, fuck, what's yeah. a dream? <laughs> so as all these wonderful pleasantries are disposed of, Madam Ava comes out of her tent and walks over to you. And she greets y'all all with a nice, friendly crack cackle. How? And when she sees the newcomer, her eyes kind of examine you with some scrutiny. And then she smiles and she comments. She's like, nice. Very nice. This one is special. Many secrets lurk within this one. But she'll be an asset to you in your future. She will do nicely. And then she kind of pats you on the shoulder and smiles. <laughs> there, there. You're gonna die, but it'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I, I do have a small favor to ask of you guys. Another one? <laughs> no disrespect, not Oh, this, this is, this is a minor, minor favor. She reaches into a satchel on her side and she pulls out a little bag and she counts out 10 gold coins. And she hands them to you, Piper. In six days is my great grandniece's birthday. She'll be turning 10. Since you're already going to Velaki, might you do an old woman a favor and go buy Belinsky toys and purchase a gift for her for me? Anything in particular you want? Whatever she wants? She would be happy with anything from Belinsky. They're her favorite. I think that you will find my great grandniece most interesting. Oh? Her name is Arabella. And then whatever is left after the purchase, you keep for your own pockets. No problem. Do you think she'd be very pleased with this? So you'll pull out the candy. Nobody's pleased with that damn thing. <laughs> Um, you will find her at the Vistani encampment that is just southwest of Halat. 
I'd go myself, but it's a very long journey for me. And it's just simply too taxing on these old bones of mine. I understand. That's very understandable. We'll, do, we'll take care of this little task of yours, no problem. It's the least we can do for you for your wonderful insight that you gave us last week. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find that the trouble will pay off in the long run. And then she looks at each of y'all and she says, I know that we will all speak again. And then she looks at your wyvern on your shoulder. She gives it a stroke down its back. It, it makes a little... And then she sees the raven on your shoulder. And she strokes it as well and she tells it, she goes, do keep safe, my dear. And you know when the right time will come. And she gives the raven a wink. The raven kind of cocks its head like it understands. And then she turns and she returns to her tent. Mm -hmm. That's not true. I need to uh, no, no luck getting rid of the fear beef. Oh, well, I was going to use it for target practice for a uh, little smalls over here. Is that what you're going to call it? Smalls? Nope, I haven't decided on a name for it yet. It's smalls. We'll call him small. You could always keep yours. I have another I have a jack in the box. Yeah, we could give her that too. So like a jack in the box. <laughs> it's a vampire in the coffin. Yes. <laughs> so what are y'all doing? I guess I'm going to find Breakfast. Yeah. Breakfast. 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 There's plenty. Help yourselves. We will. Because I am a gracious host. <laughs> <laughs> sure you are. There's wine. Get some wine. Fat Take some with you. We get slaughtered later. <laughs> hey, Fat you make nap. stupid choices. That's on you. I got you here safely. <laughs> Weird question. If Straw drink the blood of someone who's drunk AF, would he get drunk too? <laughs> we could always have you test that theory. No. Are you going to volunteer your neck? No, just weird thought. I feel like he's had enough time to uh, get his game up. He probably takes quite a bit to get in this. Probably. Yeah. Now's your chance to get wasted now. Do you know how long it'll take me to get drunk on wine? I am a dwarf. Mm -hmm. I would have to drink a barrel at least before I even get tipsy. <laughs> well then, start drinking. <laughs> start <laughs> drinking, Rose man. Barrel. Well, we start now. <laughs> Never seen someone shotgun a barrel before. <laughs> be, be sure to grab a few bottles to take on the road with you. Will do. Thank you, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw one yeah. in there. At least one. Hang on, I'm going to take... Let's not berate our host too much. Okay. Oh. I mean, he has been nice enough to give us food. He might have brought us here, but we technically did ask him to. So, so as y'all sit and have some breakfast before y'all leave, Eliza comes and sits with y'all. And she's like, so, where are y'all off to today? Don't worry about that. 
Mm-hmm. By the way, you smell like cat food. <laughs> I don't even think we know. What happened to the nice accent and the sweet old man reading his book? The sweet old man? <laughs> He's gone! <laughs> I'm just asking. It's just curiosity. I said we don't see visitors all that often. Well, you might understand that we kind of have a, you know, a mission, so to speak, that we have to complete here, and we don't want to talk about it too much. Where, where are you sitting in relation to Typer? I guess she's I literally right next to me. Next to him, <laughs> I would assume. I'm All just... right. So, the bird on your shoulder kind of looks at this woman and gives a loud caw, which gets and kind attention. of flocks its beak at it. What, what does it sound like? <laughs> <laughs> we need, I want to get a little raven like. Yeah, like a little clip where it's got like a little clip on the So I take notice of this. And uh, I just basically tell her that it's best for all parties involved. We don't talk too much about what's going on. I guess that's fair enough. Hopefully you understand. It's not that we don't trust you. Just that. Uh, I yeah, sure tell you. Keep quiet about our plans, just in case anyone around here might be watching to listen. Oh, I understand. Like I said it's just we get so few visitors that come through. I'm always excited to see new ones. Well, I'm sure I'll pass the I do hope so. Mm-hmm. And you don't see Archery this morning. He's either still in this town or maybe he's already moved on. Atari. Eliza killed me. (laughs) Atari, where'd you go? And so Eliza gets up and the bird, you notice that the bird is just eyeballing her. And following her, the bird's eyes are following every move she makes. What's the dragon doing? Dragon's just being a dragon on your shoulder. The dragon just like... I've decided if it brings fire or not. I don't know what type of library it is yet. It's a... Zayda probably knows. I don't. I don't know my dragons. I haven't decided it. I'm sure you noticed the uh, bird's reaction to that. Well, I would assume that she would know best. She's been here longer than we have, so... Well, you're assuming crows and ravens are pretty smart and... Not digging the uh, reaction that this one's had for Eliza, so maybe we shouldn't tell her anything. Something ain't right. Uh, All right, what are the rest of y'all doing? Breakfast. <laughs> Breakfast. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bacon. No. Mm-hmm. No, no. I'm not. Bread. I'm gonna wrap up some biscuits for the room. All right. Biscuits and gravy. All right, so you finish your breakfast, you pack up your belongings, and you head back down the road. Mm-hmm. And, and as we're walking, I pitch to, uh, what's your character's name again? Okay, I pitch to Claire. You know, I think we should totally, uh, at least try to get to know each other. What is your deal? What are you? Why are you what here? Is your deal? What is What's your deal? deal? Why the fuck are you here? Why are you here? How'd you get here? 
And who are you? So what we'll say, just to build on for you, is that we'll use the adventure hook that she was walking in the woods in her home area. You'll have to figure out where your home area is. And um, she camped for the night. And when she woke up, she was in Barovia. You fucked up. Is that a fair enough? I don't think that was Santa's mirrors, Well, at least she didn't ask for it. Or at least before they didn't ask her to be here, unlike us. <laughs> We'd literally asked to come here. Even now we're here. Even though we were invited. He didn't tell us specifics about this beast. Yeah. There's a lot of things he didn't tell us, but that's neither here nor there because we're here now. But he did tell. Well, he did end up telling us the uh, the history of the land. So that is good, even though he's still a butthole. <laughs> he did. Well, I mean, his story was about Barovia. Uh, so, as you make your way down the road, you come to the crossroads. And through the mist, you hear the sound of horses' hooves. A single horse. Fucking good. <laughs> Coming up the road quite fast. No sense hiding in the bushes Daddy? this time. Daddy? Daddy? Is that you? You do it's not feel the pull of straw okay. coming from this. I don't care who it is. Well, Sarah, do you feel Daddy coming? I mean, we could I use the... It ain't straw, then. We could use a straw detector from now on. At least for the next few hours. And through the mist, you see a skeletal warhorse with a rider, both clad in ruined chainmail. And the skeletal rider is holding up a rusted lantern, but the lantern sheds no light. I want that. I'm ready, my soul. Why would you have a lantern if it's a No, 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 not the light, the horse. I don't think he's willing to give it his horse. Because I think you're a little bit too short for that. Well, horse. should we hide? You're a dwarf. <laughs> you're a dwarf. That fucking thing's probably bigger, you know bigger than your fucking <laughs> Are you staying in the road or are you at least. I'm going to move to the side, but I'm not going to hide. Same. Yeah. Everybody moves off to the side. Yeah. Everyone's a little demoralized about what happened last time. So, <laughs> the rider and the horse speed past you, but they pay you no mind. They just go right past you. Mm-hmm. We were cute hey, enough to enthusiasts. Did he have a head? Ghost? Huh? Did he have a head? Did he have a head? Yeah. Yes, he has uh, a head. I was like, oh, it's a sleepy yes. hollow Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was the headless horseman. Ghost enthusiast. Is that a ghost? Mm, I wonder if this is a uh, normal occurrence. <laughs> Everything's normal here, apparently. Yep. <laughs> we are the anomaly here, apparently. Yeah, pretty much so. How great for us. Well, okay, so where are we going now? Keep trucking? I suppose so. Alright, you keep walking down the road. <clears throat> you begin to travel west from the crossroads, heading towards the direction that the sign says is towards Velaki. 
As you leave the crossroads behind and you resume your westward journey, you follow the road as it bends around and ascends a cliff, trudging up a steep, rocky incline. The fog is thick here, obscuring the top of the cliff overhead. The road itself grows very narrow and treacherous with loose stones and deep ruts that make it difficult to maintain your footing. Soon enough, though, the road levels out, continuing past a ruined three-story watchtower perched atop the edge of the cliff. The tower's old stone walls are covered in moss and ivy. Its rotten wooden doors hangs off its hinges. And nearby are two fresh graves that sit against the road. An animal's corpse seems to lie on top of the tall grass not far away. No. Oh, great. So, Emma, is, are we over there? Yeah, that's where you're at. I'm going to inspect that animal, the dead animal. What is it? Okay, you walk over and it. you notice that it is... Uh, give, me a, give me a nature check. Where's my new my needy dies. Ten. Wow. Sorry. I tried to turn Your vocabulary phone. is so great. Okay, this campaign's not PG-13. Nope. Nope. This is true. I have a warning at the beginning of the podcast. All right, so 15. You know this is the corpse of a wolf. And you notice that there are spears and cross bolts sticking out of it. Someone has killed it and has just left it here. Mm. Can I roll an investigation check to determine what kind of cross bolts you have? Yeah. <laughs> sure. It could be silver or something. All right. Twelve. Twelve. These are just your standard... Crossbow. How many are there? There's nine of them. Alright, I'm gonna take two. Okay. <laughs> it's a wolf. The the pelt and the meat on it are quite damaged. Emotional damage if you would be like a animal. <laughs> I mean it might still be edible, I don't know. Oh this you eat it up. You just gotta cook it. When good. you look at it, there's quite a bit of maggot on it. Oh, the maggots are good. You can eat those. Uh, actually, it's protein. protein. It's high protein. Actually, the maggots are fed too. Yeah. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll also grab a couple crust bones. I got biscuits. Okay, there are seven left, so. I'll take uh, two because if some wary traveler comes by, maybe they'll want They might need them. All right. I'll take two as well. Okay. I lost yeah, two so, so that leaves one left. <laughs> oh, hey, you know what? They might survive. I'll Anybody want one. a spear? I'll take half of it. Oh, there was a spear. You'll take half of one? <laughs> Would you want a, there's a spear in there. Take the arrow half. Just yeah, just the arrow half. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> All right. Anything else y'all want to look? Uh, I love the graves. All right. Give me a survival check. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> a survival check? Give, give me a survival check. I'll get grabbed by zombies. Okay. So 19 and... Yeah, so 24. All right, so you see two graves that 
you can tell are no more than just a few days old. There's no zombies, though. Uh, is there headstones? Like no, that? there's not. So it's just, just two, graves. two graves that were dug. All right, somebody grab a shovel. Grab one. Shovel to start digging. Yeah. No. Are we digging them up? No. Just kidding. Why would I dig them up? I'm not a necromancer. True. Where's Preston at? <laughs> Um, the watchtower. Are there any entrances? Yes, like there's door, wooden doors. They're halfway hanging off. So it's cracked open. Yes. What else was around? The watchtower. Can we go? Can I go? Yes. The the doors are half pulled off. The hinges. It's opened. I don't need to take a look. Yeah. Around. Yeah, take a look inside. All right, so the two of y'all are going inside. I'll go with them. Well, we're going to peek inside. Right. Walk yeah, well, in first, can, can I do a lean in and do a little? Yeah, you can lean in. Um, you see, it's a watchtower. It's got stairs going up. Um, it's only about maybe twelve feet across, so you can see the floor, the entire surface of the floor, and then the stairs going up. Anything, uh, anything on the floor? Any crates, boxes, chests, anything like that? Not on this floor. You want to go up? I'll go up. If the stairs look good enough. Right, so I'm going to cast Right of Dawn so that my sword becomes a fucking flashlight. <laughs> there's there's uh, windows on the tower. Well, you know what? There could be other shit in here. All right. <laughs> so you go up the stairs. You see a second floor that is much like the first floor. It, you see a, a little, your, the light from your sword catches um, something on the floor that catches the light. Alright, take a look at that. So you walk over, you see a broken pendant that has a silver dragon on it, laying on the ground. Dragon? Okay. And then, okay, do you take it? Can I, Do you have any, uh, can I magic sense? You can magic sense. Arcana stuff. Detect magic. Yeah, yeah. Detect magic. I don't think I can. Give me You're with us? I'm with. So I think. So us three. Yeah. Let me see if I have. No, I'm going to stay in the first half. I knew you'd like to plask. Let me double check. I have. Always got a magic sense. It has a dragon on it, so I feel like I should be kind of compelled to grab it. You could definitely take it. Let's make sure it's not uh, a yeah. trap or anything. Right. He's like, whoop, died. <laughs> Lost our first player. Yeah. Wait, who died? She's Nobody. Gonna, she's going to like on the 12th level. Okay, remember, level. death is only the beginning. You're right. This is I, true. I don't have to. I don't have magic sets. Crap. All right. Well, I'm gonna can pick I, it up. Can I roll and see if, like, I know, like, maybe where this coin come from, or like, give me a, give me our Arcana chat. Grab a four. Twenty-one. So. You are not exactly familiar with this symbol, but you 
have seen similar pendants on knights. Okay. Got my back. Pick it up. So I'll, right, I'll, pick it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain it to All right. you. You pick it up and Dead. you notice <laughs> that it feels very cold. Dead. Ice cold. Colder than ambient. Colder than ambient. Not ice cold. Not harmful. Cold. But you notice that it is very cold to the touch. And even as it sits in your hand, it does not seem to warm up. It stays this cool temperature. Oh, quite curious. Check this out. So my hand off the arena. All right. So you hold it in your hand and you also notice that it stays quite cold to the touch. Cool. Well, I guess that's a good thing if we get hot. Yeah. You stuck it to your forehead? Let me see it. Nothing else. You're not in here. Like, who all went outside? Was it it a coin or is it a pendant? It's a pendant. So we said uh, there's three levels, right? The third level, there's stairs going back up. So you continue up the stairs and the, the ceiling opens up. As you go up the stairs and you are on the third layer, which is the top of the watchtower. Open air. Open air. Anything up there? Um, There's nothing up there. You can see, as you look out, you see to your northwest, you see the Zara Pool. To the south, you can see the mountains. And um, past the mountains, all you see is a thick fog. Hmm, fog is as far as I can see, huh? Past the mountains, fog as far as you can see. Ew, ew, fog. Lovely. Any idea what that pendant might be? Does it look familiar to you? Not this specific symbol, but I do, or I have seen similar pendants like this on nights. Quite curious if it's cold. Even sitting in the hand for a while, it stays cold. Drop that into your mug of beer. Shoot good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like instant like frost on the yep. edge. So I peek into the watchtower and I yell, "Hey, is everybody okay up there?" No, we found Strahd up here. We <laughs> already killed him. We're good to go. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. We just come yeah. back down. All right. So you exit the tower. That was interesting. We found a, a pendant up there with a. I'll, I'll pull out and show the pendant. Like, ooh. Oh, let me see. It's a dark. Oh, that's cold. <laughs> what is it? I think it is a pendant that goes up a knight's arm. Hmm. Snippy. Who's holding on to it? That one. Nice. <laughs> that was nice. Awesome. Very good. Very good. Should we see if that pendant gets any kind of reaction from the dragon on her shoulders? Sure. Cool. Yeah. Tra- so the fake dragon. Light. The, the dragon light. The dragon. Pass it. Put it on your shoulder. Diet dragon. Diet dragon. What's wrong with my uh, discount dragon? <laughs> it's not a dragon at all. What about Check it? and see if your dog's dragon She's reacts. Put it close to your dragon. We want to see if your dragon reacts to it and all. So she holds the pendant up in front of the, the wyvern. And the wyvern 
has some curiosity to it, but you think it's more that it's just silver and shiny. Oh, ooh, and it kind of snaps at it like it's trying to maybe oh, thinks it's a treat. Oh, it's a little guy. And when its teeth hits the metal, it goes oh. back and it's like it's shakes cold, its it? head oh. and doesn't show any other interest in it. It's like, what the shit? It's like, it's a little guy, basically. Um, does does my birth friend show any interest in it? Since I was with him. Pass it to Hand him. it over. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Like, nobody else has, like, double checked out for magic or anything. Everybody I mean, I don't, I don't have, have any. I don't have any. Well, yeah, I don't have magic. <laughs> no one else has turned magic. I forgot your orc this Damn it. I was like, yeah, you do. Father Isaac. We need to right. the shit out of it with a fucking Warhammer. But. So... The bird just kind of looks at it and is like, mm, okay, whatever. Oh, so I guess that's fine with me. Maybe it was just a pin. Oh, let's, sorry. Well, it's gotta be some sort of magic for it to be abnormally cold like that. It's worth holding on to. Jess, put it in your pocket. Dean, am I able to my brown set? Uh, prepare a spell? Yes. Well, we'll assume that you uh, did, it during, did it during your long rest. That is not a sack. It would be quite cold up there. So as the pendant comes back, I'll remember, like, oh, hey guys, I have detect magic. Wait, what? Cast detect magic on it. Can anybody tell if they're magic? All right. My uh, my helm keeps you from He's still in La La Land right now because of Strahd. Yes. Strahd the, I thought that was Strahd that passed, so I'm still. So, you you cast um, detect magic. You do feel some evocation magic coming from it. It is not a strong magic. Um, it is more of a magic to allow. First of all, others to recognize each other. Um, but you almost get the feeling like something undead might be attached to, like the wearer of this pendant was an undead of some sort. Triggered, get that. Get that. Yeah. Get that. Get that. So, yeah. <laughs> we, did, we just got passed up by undead horse spider. That's true. Awesome drop from. Hmm. Well, oh, chasing down and yeah. Let's say horse are scary, man. Start running. Let's say hopefully he doesn't come back and he tried again. Come back and flash to me. Is this yours? <laughs> if he comes back and y'all mark on me, I, I will think, kill you. I think he'll be able to feel it. Bring the juice with you. In case I finish this. I don't know. We have wanted some. Lost. Oh. Dragon. All right. Let's go. Are y'all traveling? Yes. All right. Wait, are we going to the locks here or are we going to the Bi Lake? Yeah, going to buy, like, oh, You're heading towards Velocity. You got a ways to walk. What time is it right now? I'd probably say it's around nine, nine in the morning. Oh, yeah. She has to stretch it out so then, because he's still in Google Land. Yes. So you continue down the winding mountain road. 
the jagged peaks looming ominously through the fog above. The air grows colder as the road passes through a dark evergreen forest. The thick canopy once again blocks out much of the sky's dim light. The only sound that follows you are the crunching of leaves and an occasional rush, rushling underbrush. Underbrush. Claire, as y'all are walking down the road, you sense that something is following. Kind of stalking you from the tree, from the tree line. You sense that we're being stalked. Something's following us. You sense it. Hmm? You sense it. You have a passive perception of 17, so. So what do you do? What do? You gonna tell us? Shrug it off. You can just you can tell us. You can be like, either tell us that you sent something. You're gonna have to speak up though, so the mics pick you up. Didn't understand if that's like. Plus, I'm deep. You can do whatever you want. I sense. I don't know. Do you let us know? So you can you can just tell the party, hey guys, I'm sensing. There's something in the woods. You sense something following us? You know which direction? Did you see Is Your passive perception has told you that it's there, that yeah. something's there. Can she discern like what direction it might be? Or is it just It vague? is off to the left in the woods. All right, can I do a perception check too? Yes. Just to try to... Substantially, what she might be doing. Can I ready my my weapon? Yes. And can I ready my dragon? Sure. Which dragon gonna do? Oh. Your dragon is not gonna be a fighter. Yeah, I know. The baby oh. dragon just fourteen. <laughs> but he can still bite. You also get the feeling that there's something to the left in the woods, but you cannot see it. Yeah, I, I also can sense there's something. She's right there. There's something out there watching us. Can I try? Give you the word. Can I, I, I do sure? Uh, we should probably just uh, be on the ready just in case. Perception, right? Eldritch Blast right. on the ready? Start mm-hmm. blasting the trees down. <laughs> like that scene in Predator when he's got the mini gun. 20. 20. So you look in the woods where they are indicating that they think there's something. And you see some dark gray fur. And you see some gold eyes peering at you. And once it notices that it that you have noticed it, it turns tail and you watch as a wolf goes deeper into the woods and runs off. Guys, let's ready our weapons. I think we're being stalked by wolves. Okie dokie. Can I tell if it had any strings to Strahd? 
Give me a perception check. Sorry, I stretched. <laughs> what? Okay, it did. Seventeen. Seventeen. You feel twenty. Yeah, sorry. All right, that's a big difference. So twenty. You feel as if it wasn't going to attack you, but it was definitely spying on you. Not surprising. Hey guys. Man, yeah, that that wolf was definitely a spine. So mm. Stani said that Strahd has many eyes, so Let's wouldn't surprise me if he may be watching us. Let's try to keep quiet so that they don't catch up on any information. There is both. You continue on your way. And as you curve around the edge of the mountain, the right-hand cliff falls away, leaving a sheer drop to a forested gully below. The road bends, doubles back around this ravine before plunging dramatically and winding around a smaller mountain peak. You come to a bridge, and on this bridge, you see what appears to be a man that you could see from a distance, but something seems off about this man. Take off the old troll that was in the fridge. He could be. <laughs> you are not close enough yet to really do a perception on this. Mm. Well, I mean, I would. I am I far enough to what, maybe see if he is like alive. You're not close enough yet. Is he on the ground? Nope. He's standing. What's he doing? He is standing on the bridge. Just standing still, looking up. Standing still, like he's keeping watch. Probably walk real close. I'm gonna go yeah, for a sniper no. shot with my crossbow. No. He could be in the ear. Oh. I'm gonna walk a little bit closer, but I'm gonna remain cautious and I'm gonna ready my weapon on the off chance that he tries to attack. Well, there's a shit ton of us and only one yeah. of him. Oh, yeah. uh. So, as you approach, his eyes fall upon you, and you look at him. And while he's standing and he's animated, he appears to be undead, but not like a zombie, not quite like anything you've seen before. He is not a thrill. He, he has a solid form. Um, but he looks dead. But he looks at me. And he looks at you, and he looks at the rest of the party, and he says, Hail, state your business. He's got a real raspy voice. 
I just wanted to make sure that you were okay. Same few people that just come look over the bridge and stay still like that, and they don't usually look okay. Just wanted to make sure you yourself were okay. He kind of looks at you. He goes, Old things are stirring, and the Lord of Castle Ravenloft roams this valley. You know. Tell me, do you serve him? No, absolutely uh, no. not. No, you do not. Can I tell what he is? Huh? Can I tell what he is? You said he's not. He's technically a Give me a... No, not an arcana. Um, he's actually a Give me a knowledge check. Whichever one you're most proficient in. Just because I know, because I'm right. used to undead. There's nothing like anything you've seen before. He's so, actually a. Maybe you should have killed him this far. 21. 21? Mm-hmm. Then next. Mm-hmm. That is until we hit fight. And- yeah, I want to We don't talk about this. <laughs> All right. So. Because of your knowledge of the undead, you know that this individual is a revenant. A what? A revenant. This is a undead that... Kind of like a zombie, but smarter. Very much smarter. Tend to have unfinished business that they're sticking around. But not like a ghost. Okay. So, I'm going to ask him, Sir, why are you so here? Is there some way that we might be able to help you move on from this place? I am here because I raised my voice against my commander. And I was banished. Now, I stand like my brothers and sisters in arms, watching the dark places of this land and awaiting orders that will never come. But I ask you again, are you servants of him? If so, be gone on your way and may your foul work bring you to ruin and despair. We are not. We are enemies of his. We are working against him. Actually, well then, come closer. See if he recognizes that dragon amulet. It's like, yeah, we're kind of holding him back. Yeah, we're holding him. Shut up, please. Hush. He would definitely be somebody to show that to. Yeah. Because he's undead. Sir, do you happen to recognize this pin? He looks at it. He says, indeed, I do. He reaches the neck of his chainmail and he pulls out a chain underneath that's against his chest. And you see the same exact emblem on a pendant around his neck. I am a knight of the Order of the Silver Dragon. Although many have long forgotten about this order. What does your order stand for? Our order stood with Augenbost, and we protected this land against 
Strahd. But our order has fallen. In August, Faust has fallen. We wanted, some of us wanted to go against Strahd. We went against our commander's orders. So we were banished. Mm. How far does your order stretch? There are a few of us still wandering in these lands. Most of them are back in our stronghold. A few of us can be found along the lands. At one time, there were many of us before Strahd came and invaded our, our stronghold. Who was your commander? I, my commander's name was Sir Godfrey Gwillem. We had another commander, but I, like my own name, I, I cannot remember it. However, Sir Godfrey still is in August von Holt. Would he be able to release your spirit? No. Would he be able to release your spirit? Is there anything you could do to help with that? My, my commander, the one that I do not recall, my brain over all these years, has become foggy. However, my commander has forgotten the ways of our order. But if one were to light the signal of August von Holt, maybe he would remember what our order stands for. Where is this August von Holt? He's in the mountains, high up on the peak. Mm-hmm. He kind of points in the direction of the mountains to the west. And he says, on the highest peak stood our stronghold. You may not remember your name, but what all do you remember about yourself? I only remember the last command I was given, and that was to stand and watch. And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. So, what are you watching? I watch for servants of Strahd. Have you seen any pass through in recent days? I have not. It's a good thing, I guess. Yeah, that's probably a good thing. Have you received? We are on a very important mission as of right now. We're escorting somebody to safety out of Strahd's reach. Beast. Yeah, we've had the pleasure of meeting him a couple of times now. Then please, be safe on your journey. We will, and hopefully, once we get her to safety, maybe we might be able to get to August Farm Hole and do what you said might be done to 
help your commander remember. Yes. For the right My path. order. My <laughs> order would would appreciate that. Before we leave, I'll put my hand on his shoulder or on his chest and say a prayer for him that even that hopefully one day his soul might be free. And as you do, you you feel cold on your hand. And he nods and he says, do be on your way and be safe. Thank you. I wish you very well. There are many things on this road. We shall be wary. Thank you for the warning. And he turns and once again he looks off into the distance and watches. And so, and, and so you continue on, and you come to a crossroad, and one direction continues to lead west, and the other road you recognize as the road that leads back to the Durst Manor. Hmm. Well, we'll go west. <laughs> See if we can get one of here being. I mean, we do have. I mean, we do need to go in there, so. We'll Tell us to uh, go back to this man and check the place out. I don't know why. It's not there anymore. Do we have time to take a detour or should we continue on? I think we have time. Plus, it would probably be of our best interest if we listened and did what Strahd asked of us right now, so that he doesn't go there. He doesn't immediately. Maybe. What do you think? I know he really wants to. Yeah. What time of day is it? Probably 10. It's about 10 now. I'm waiting for 12 minutes to bring my biscuits. It's 6. Yeah, let's head in. Let's head back. We got time. We can get off the roof by nightfall. Plus, time seems to slow down and work differently in the mountain. So you look up at the the sky, and even though the, the sunlight is diffused through the clouds, you can see the sun. Where it's, at. where it's at and you're estimating the time to be about 10. So you'll head back to the direction of the Durst Manor and as you come to the clearing where you expect to see an empty lot, you see the Durst Manor in all of its Decrepit glory. God damn it. The doors wide open. The lights on the outside, sconces lit. There are no children outside this time. Fuck them kids. <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong, but everyone did see this house fall into a pit, right? Yes. So why the hell is it here now? 
It's an illusion. Set knows. At least we can all agree that scrub is no light. Indeed. So, there's no children outside. There is no children outside. So I go back to the spot where I buried them. You see two graves. Oh, they're still there. Three graves. Three graves are still there. Yes. The actual children are still there, not the yeah. weird ones up front. <laughs> the two children in the blockies. <laughs> children. Well, I mean, at least we confirmed that it is here. We don't have to go in. Well, well there's a lot of room for this. Okay. I mean, I guess we could go in and take a quick peek around. Or we May I suggest we don't go down to the basement this time? Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. I'd, lo- I'd rather not go down there again. I guess so. I don't want to, but whatever. You enter the main hall. And as you enter, the doors do not slam behind you. They remain open. You see the portrait that was hanging above the fireplace. The same portrait, Rose holding the smiling doll that you recognize, the yellow lace dress, Mr. and Mrs. Durst and Thornbolt. This time the grandfather clock is gone. Damn it, I was gonna steal it. And you can't steal a grandfather clock. You can't have by yourself. And where when you entered last time, the writing appeared on the wall is just the panel. No writing appears this time. Just one taste. I'm going to find like a book or something and like stick it where the door so it doesn't close. All right. And I'm going to have... There is also no mist closing in on the house. Yeah, because we're already stuck here. Question. Can my dragon detect any sort of uh, dark magic or anything? Like anything? Not right now. Your dragon is just a baby. He's best. Don't worry, little boy. He's only a day old. He's old. You're already asking too much of him. <laughs> he's, he's just a wee baby. We already made him chew on ice. So. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, yeah. You, you see the staircase going up. There is a door behind you. That is closed, and there are two doors in front of you. I would throw the door behind us. Work our way forward. All right. So you open the door, and you find a cloak room. There are several black cloaks hanging from hooks on the wall, and a top hat that sits on a high shelf. So if I take one of these, is it going to disappear when I leave the manor in? No, I take one of the cloaks. I'll take them. All right. I'll we'll take the hat. There's, there's several. I'll take one of them. I'll take the hat. The top hat? You <laughs> Sir Topham hat. Grab the cloak the top of the and you search hat. the pocket. And you find a piece of paper in the pocket. Pass this down, please. See, I'm gonna have to read something about the voice. Jess. Oh, I'm bad with English. I do a perception check versus language. Feelings of oh, yeah. the ghostly presence. Does anything we saw last time? Go ahead. Wow. 
21. You do feel that there are presences in the house, but you do not feel strong, malevolent presences. To the block. You still feel the presence of Elizabeth the Durst in this house, though. Well, (laughs) she's not too happy. No, she seemed pretty happy. I know you're here, Elizabeth. All right, are you good? I'm gonna investigate. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I found uh, an invitation. Do you want me to read out loud? Yes. 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 You could just read it in your normal voice. Don't have to bring it with the accent. I do because it's my character now. How dare you? I must break you. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. I found an invitation. It says you are cordially. I don't know what that word. It's okay. Invited to join Mr. Gustav and Elizabeth Durst for a celebration of the one year anniversary of the Durst Mill. Mill. <laughs> the Durst residence, Barovia Village, 6 o'clock p.m. 13. Never. Never. That was Scottish came out. 348, dinner and the refreshments to be served. Some tells me a little bit late for that. <laughs> Maybe just a bit. She is rushing to what is it? I'll put it in the pocket of the cloak. Or back in the pocket. Oh, yeah. I guess I should check the pockets of my cloak. Is there anything in there? There's nothing in that cloak. <laughs> There's cheetos over there. I was just hoping they would find a silver piece for a bit later. Oh, yeah? Maybe a silver piece that's warm this time. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, anything else in this room? Not in this room. I'm going to check all. Alright. Huh? So you have. There's actually three doors. Two doors, a door, a door, and a door. Left, right, or straight? You want to door. Two are straight. I'm and definitely one is not to the right. Can I do like insight checks on the doors before we open? You can definitely. How do I do it? Do I roll? You just tell me you want to do an insight check and then roll a d20. Roll a d20 and add your insight bonus. So okay. What door are we going for? The first door number one. Door the one one directly in front of you? Alright. You can't see them. It's hard to visualize without a map. We've become too dependent on that. What's your name? What's your What is it? 26. 26. So, you can hear muffled sounds that sound like a a lively dinner feast, including like clinking of glasses, quiet laughter, and distant conversation coming from behind the store. Do we want to go in? We're technically invited, aren't we? We got the paper. (laughs) Yep. Push her first. Let's go in, because You open the door, and all sounds go silent. I guess the party's over. <laughs> Everyone in here is dead. You you enter into what is a wood paneled dining room. A centerpiece of carved mahogany. The centerpiece is this carved mahogany table 
surrounded by eight high back chairs with sculpted armrests and cushioned seats. There's a crystal chandelier that hangs above the table, which is set with, the table is set with resplendent silverware and crystal glasses polished to a dazzling shine that catches the light from the chandelier. Mounted above the marble fireplace is a mahogany frame painting of an alpine valley. The wall paneling is carved with elegant images of deers walking among trees. Red silk drapes cover the windows and a tapestry hangs from an iron rod bolted to the south wall. The table literally groans with the weight of all the delicious looking food. Exquisite dishes lay on the grand platters, succulent roasted poultry, glazed with a shimmering honey sauce, perfectly grilled cuts of beef still steaming lightly, variety of cheeses and fresh fruit, and lightly baked bread giving off a comforting aroma. Well, we might be late for this party, but the, uh, the party's not late for us, so let's, uh, let's dig survival? in. Would that be a survival check to see wow. it? I'm just saying, this is some Pan Labyrinth shit. There better not be a monster at the end of the table with his eyeballs on the plate. You can, you can roll. What do you want to know? See if that meat is poisonous. I'm about to waste too much food I can put in my belly. <laughs> Go ahead. Hell yeah. Not 28, 20 rules. 19 plus 3, 22. 22, you see nothing wrong with this food. All right. Smells good, a little, tastes good. I'm going to start digging in. I'm gonna eat yeah. all the cheese. Alright. Y'all are nuts. I'm going to grab We've been walking for hours. We're hungry. Irina, yes. see Irina grab a, a roll and start nibbling on that and some of the fruit. Did you guys forget that this place was haunted and cursed? And everything we brought out of here turned to dust? Well, or have you forgotten that? Dust in our bellies. We gotta worry I, about Irina it. says, well, it didn't kill him. Uh, well, I'm not touching anything. Good luck with that, y'all. Pack some food. Yeah, Hell we'll yeah. Take out, I'll pack some food. Okay, we'll take a whole turkey out. I'm gonna put some in a brown sack. You are lost. Look at this. Alright, so we're just gorging. We're gorging out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, would this be considered a short rest to eat? Uh, sure. <laughs> If you spend it, are you spending a full hour just Hell yeah, we're stuffing a full your... hour. No, we're yeah, spending two full hours. Yeah, I think we're gonna spend an hour eating. Is All there right. a dragon piss? There's no dragon piss. Oh, I'm good. No, I'm good. Come on, she got the note in the pocket. It's fresh. Yeah. It can't be a coincidence. However, in the the crystal goblets, there is what appears to be champagne. Champagne. Ooh. Is it blood or champagne? Hey. Champagne. Hey, hey Champagne. I'm gonna drink it. You drink it, and it's quite refreshing and bubbly, and tastes exquisite. Wine. Maybe you're right. Maybe straw in such a bag after all. I've been trying to tell you this. Come there. Come there. It depends on what your class is. If your class specifically says you regain your spell slots after a short rest, then you can't. Like a warlock can do that. Most other magic classes can't. Hey, Sophina. This is you right now. Sophina's <laughs> just watching. Come on. 
Out from the school. Her, her friend is like this. Would you like a roll? No. <laughs> All right. Have y'all had y'all spill? Yes. All right. Are y'all? Like, I, I don't understand. Oh, man, because he was mad at us before for coming in the middle. So why give us food? Maybe he did. So then it is more questionable. No? It's too late now. We already ate. I did not pack. Who ate? Who ate food? I ate. Raise your hand. Don't lie. There we go. See? Nom, nom, nom. Y'all the bitches. I packed food. I didn't eat. You laugh after everyone's throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Three each other. Yeah. Hey, that's two. Oh. Half the party has the shits tonight. <laughs> All right. We are going back out and yeah. checking the next room. Trap doors or any more delicious food. Are there any other rooms in this kitchen? Are there anything? This, not in the dining room. What's in the cupboards? There's no cupboards. There's no cabinets, no cupboards? Nope, no it's a dining room. It's just a table with food on it. Delicious food. And a fireplace. Yum, yum. The tapestry hanging over the windows. Yep. All right, so we could go back out. Is the fireplace on fire? Yeah. No. Okay. I set it on fire. There's a, there's a nice warm fire crackling in it, but it's not on fire. I think she was to ask if the fireplace was lit. Is yeah. the fireplace lit? Yes. <laughs> it is lit. Sorry, I was... Just throw Kirby in there. Sorry, I was at a loss for words. I'm like, what is it? Is it on fire? Yeah, you should toss that Phoebe in there. Okay, here we go. Sorry, little guy. No more flame practice. You throw it in and you watch as it begins to catch fire and it makes these... Gibberish screams. Oh, that's fucking horrific. <laughs> oh. Uh. He was just born. Okay, let's just rewind a little bit. That didn't happen. <laughs> Remember, we're going to a oh, toy shop later. And I hate for them to be upset with you because you burned one of their brothers. <laughs> Are we rewinding? Let's rewind that. <laughs> you don't want it. This is like demonic toys yeah. and puppet master type shit. Right? Oh, God, no. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you enter into the main hall again. You have another door here, and you have a door to you have a door kind of off center in front of you, and a door to the right. So we're door number two. You go to so insight is like using your gut feeling about something perception is what you can see so if it's something that you would be able to see that it's in the open, but you're ju- you want to know if it's there, then you would use perception. If it's something that you can't necessarily see, you want to feel, or like if you're having a conversation with an NPC and you want to find out if they're actually telling the truth to you, you use insight. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 18. 
Nice roll. You don't sense anything coming from this room. No well. food. Damn. Can we hit the other door? Okay. You open the door. You uh, wait. You want to do perception on the other door? Oh, okay. Just because we're. All right. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Twenty-three. You don't sense anything coming from this store. Are y'all going through the center door? Yes. All right. So you enter what appears to be a, ti- a tidy kitchen. There's dishware, cookware, utensils neatly placed on shelves. A work table has a cutting board and a rolling pin on top of it. A stone dome-shaped oven stands near the east wall. Too fucking like, I'm like, what? Okay, come on, reel it in. It's bent iron stovepipe connecting to a hole in the ceiling. Behind the stove and to the left is a thin door. And in the front right-hand corner of the door stands a small wooden door set into the wall. Any food in there? Not on the counter. <laughs> no produce or anything like that? Not on the counter. Oh, is there a fridge? No, a there's fridge? not a fridge. There's no electricity. <laughs> microwave. <laughs> yeah, How microwave. big is the uh, rolling pin? Like, is it one of those... A standard ones? rolling. Or is it the, the big boy one? No, it's or a smaller one. I'm still gonna take it and uh, use it as a weapon. As an improvised so, weapon, you can do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take that uh, just in case. Just gonna land a killer right. ball on the straw with a fucking rolling pin. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the most OP stats too. <laughs> so, so D. Yeah. Anybody wanna search anything? Yeah. I'm gonna search oh. the cupboards. Oh, they're cupboards. All right. So you there is. Uh, a door. If you want to search that. What do I have to roll? Okay, so you don't have to really roll anything. It's uh, a door. Um, so you open the door. You find a pantry. And we <laughs> found. And you see things like flour, sugar. Um, some root vegetables, potatoes, and stuff like that. A couple of hams hanging from the ceiling. Any fruits? No fruits. I'm gonna take some of these potatoes. All right. Uh, put them in my bag just for later. Maybe we want to cook on the road. Yeah. Just cook up some potatoes, throw it in the stew. That'd be a nice part of it. Meanwhile, Kerfina is like, I'm so done with these people. So, as you kind of glance around in this room, you notice that one of the pots has a lid on it, and the lid is a little bit kind of kicked off. There's a mimic in it. Are any of the stove fires still there? No. Who volunteers to look inside the cooked crock pot? Does everything yeah. look clean? Presentable? Like, Do an investigation. Daddy. 
so we need to do Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, everything is neat and tidy. Everything is in its place. Um, you d- with one exception, you notice that in the butcher block, one of the knives is missing. The largest of the kitchen. We know where that one went. Yeah. <laughs> we know exactly where that one's at. Uh, take a peek into the uh, pot with the lid that's cocked out of the Okay. Um. Right you. Take off the lid and you notice that the reason why the lid is not on is because there is a bottle of wine inside the pot. Oh, really? A bottle of wine? You also find a piece of folded, delicate lace. A vial of brownish dried powder and a bouquet of wilted sunflowers tied to a small scroll of parchment. As well, a, uh, a check to see what the powder might be. Yes. Um, give me a nature check. Nature check. Those are kind of weird. It's, find a <laughs> it's a line of cocaine. It's- 13. Um, 13. You have no clue what this is. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to say. Okay. Should I eat the sunflowers? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I want to, can I check it real quick? Give me a nature check. Oh, wait, a nature? Nature or investigation? A nature. It's a spice of some sort, I'm sure. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> She's like, fuck me. I could check. Go ahead. Go ahead. Twenty-two. You recognize this brown powder as dried silicone, which is used as a contraception. Well, I might definitely want to keep this in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? No, it's a contraception. It helps you keeps you from getting pregnant. <laughs> it keeps you from getting pregnant. Mm. Can I check that parchment? Yes. I know exactly who was using this. You can you can use you can check the parchment. Um no no roll needed. So you take the parchment off the sunflowers and you see a letter. It says for the light of my life and it's just signed G. Yeah, we know exactly who this was for. Mm-hmm. Who was good. using the contraceptives? Say it. First, give Say it to maid. Gertruda. Gertruda. No, it was Clara, right? Gertruda is the young girl that's missing. It was not part of this. Yeah, I forgot what the. I forgot what the. Clara was the uh, maid, right? Yeah, was who was Gustav. Gustav. Yeah. So Gustav, Gustav gave it to the, the maid. The maid. So oh, she was yes. supposed to take the contraceptive so they wouldn't have. Yeah. Didn't work out, I guess. Nope. So she did take it, well, and then got it. So you also check the piece of lace that's folded up inside, and you see the initial K sewn into one corner. Okay. K was. Because you had thorn and. 
Spelled with a C, you know? Or no, is it? Not necessarily. necessarily. So it's oh. Claire. We always just say Claire. So it's my Claire. Claire. Okay. So this is her underwear? It's, it's just probably a... the top part of it. The lacy part. You have that. <laughs> so, as you read the note, and you see the K on this piece of lace, one of the knives flies off of the shelf and it beds itself into the opposite wall. Oh. That, my friend, is what we call a poltergeist in my line of work. This is where it's going to come from. Have you ever experienced anything like this before? Now calm down, Elizabeth. What's done is done. It's not our fault. Plus, we killed the baby. Well, she didn't like it, so. Uh, Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned, is what they say. It is true. You said there's a little door thing in the corner? Yes. I want the book of this. Alright. You walk over and you see a dumbwaiter. Oh no. You craning your neck upwards, you can see that its narrow stone shaft leaps upward two floors. The hinges on the hatch above gleams in the lamplight. It works. Take your head okay. out of I, Okay, so I want to do a test. Why are you, oh no. I'm what? not getting into that no, thing. Don't. I'm not no. gonna get in it. None of y'all are big enough to get I want to do, or, like or small? small enough. Is it, am I too big for you? Yes. Okay. Like, you would have to be like you would have small. A no. You have to be like Saf small for a bunny. Yeah, the bunny. Hey, what about her? No, she's five foot four. Mm-hmm. Oh, you talking about Kerfina? <laughs> Kerfina's too big too. How tall is she? She's still too big. Um, you would have to be like gnome. Yeah, it's like that's big. Yeah. yeah. Like putting food in Is and bringing it up. Like, I'm four, four eight. Like, yeah. Yeah. Y'all don't have Binkley anymore. <laughs> All right. So there's nothing else here. Nothing else in this Let's room. Unless uh, Flask wants the knife. Flask. 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 He's like he's always like he's sleeping. He ate too much. I said, do you want the knife? <laughs> no, the one that just went flying and embedded in the wall. <laughs> Probably a good idea. All right. Y'all go into the next room? Yes. All right. She's already checked it. Yes. So as you crack the door to this room, you catch a glimpse of something feral beyond. An amber eye that flashes in the darkness and a bestial muzzle curled in a snarl. Are these the wolves again? I swear. Never gonna be close. My poor old friends. So what are you? Will you kiss me? Watch me. I'm walking in. Huh? It's it's not dark in there. Oh, okay. I have dark. Just into the window. 
I'm walking this. Yes, yeah. So, you crack the door open, revealing a gray furred muzzle of a wolf frozen in place. It's only a moment before you realize that it's not moving. And another before you realize that it's not alone. Oh. Well, there's several wolves in here. There's three. Three wolves, oh, okay. taxidermy. You know the wolves there. The same ones. <laughs> this oak paneled room looks like a hunter's den. Mounted above the fireplace is a stag's head. And positioned on the outskirts of the room are two additional stuffed wolves. A large gray wolf and two smaller brown wolves. Two padded chairs draped in animal furs face a lit hearth. With What's a hearth? A hearth. What is a hearth? Hearth. hearth. What's a hearth? A fireplace. With an oak table between the two chairs supporting an assortment of objects. All right, let's do an investigation. A chandelier hangs above the cloth-covered table, surrounded by four chairs, and there are two cabinets that stand against the wall. And a pair of small toys seem to have been forgotten under one of the chairs. I know what you're going for. I want to go. I want to go. Uh, well, well, first, I want to go up to uh, the wolf that's standing. And I want to poke it just to make sure, poke it in the eye just to make sure it's not actually alive. So your finger touches a glass eye and it does not move. Nice little, all right. Okay, just making sure. More eyes today. And then I will go over to the toys. Right, let me go to the cabinet first. There are two cabinets, one on the east and one on the north wall. Where's the other one? Do you want to poke the things in there? Let's take a look and see what's on the north wall. The north wall. Um, this cabinet's unlocked. You open it and you find a small box inside. And you also find an assortment of wine glasses. Okay, let's take a look at that box. You find a deck of playing cards. I'll pocket them. You also find a mix of 20 crossbows. A mix of 20 crossbows. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, regular crossbows? Give me an investigation check. Crossbows. 14. 14. Let's go. You notice three of these look like they're silvered. All right. I'm going to take the uh, silver crossbow. Okay. Are we, are we allowed to have more than the silver one? Right? Yes. Is there more to those? Do, we have any, like, do what? Do we have investigation higher than that to learn more about the other ones? No. Nope. I'll check the east. Okay. This one is locked. Breaks the log aggressively. All right, Rogue. Let's go. I have to go through it. Use my water uh, picking. Roll for lock picking. Now, if you're if you're proficient with thieves tools, which includes lock picking, or yes, we have advantage on any checks, right? Yes. Cool. Seventeen. Seventeen. You open the lock. 
You open the cabinet, you find that it holds a heavy crossbow, a light crossbow, a hand crossbow, and 20 bolts for each weapon. Damn, we, got, we got weapons, baby. Yeah, on the crossbow that I took earlier. Check and see if anyone said there was 20 crossbows. 20 for each weapon. 20 for each. So there's 60 total. 20 for each weapon. See if there's any silver ones. Yeah, I'll add this gate see if there's any. Okay. And it's a perception, right? Yes. <laughs> Eight. Eight. They all look the same. I'll give it a shot. All right. Thirteen. They all look the same. Can I do it? Go ahead. Fifteen. They all look the same. <laughs> all just, but hey, everybody wants to grab Perception. a Perception. There's a hand, a heavy, and a light. Yeah, they all look the same. They all look the same. But they want to a crossbow now all the time. I wrote a five. Let me see. I already have a crossbow. Uh, nah. Let's see what I want I have a regular crossbow. Yeah, I have a crossbow. I'll go ahead and grab, uh... I'm gonna grab 10 of the light crossbow bolts. Okay. Alright, so, Marina, you look under the chair, because the toys have caught your eye, and you see that these toys are small, plush, gray wolves. Their threadbare coat shows evidence of heavy mending and patchwork and clumsy stitch work on their stomachs reads rose on one and thorn on the other. Uh, I'm going to take them. Okay. What? They don't have the, uh, the B so, on there, right? No. Okay. Does the third one have anything written on it? You have all three. We see rose on one, thorn on the other. Is there anything on the third? There's only two. Oh, I appreciate those. No. So, uh, yeah, I was like, Jack in the box, I No. Oh, man, I thought And as y'all are looking at the toys and what's in the cabinets, you glance back and it seems like the three wolves have moved. You look and the large wolf is standing beside the smaller brown wolf. And the gray wolf has turned its snarl towards the third wolf, the smaller of the two brown wolves. They move. Hmm. Well, that's quite curious, don't you think? Well, well, no shit, that's curious. I think that they're fucking haunting. Sadel, give me a nature check. Okay. Sadel is nature check. Uh, 13. 13. You identify that the larger gray wolf is a male and the two smaller wolves are females. Wait, there's nature tech. Oh, there's means he's a oh. How many wolves are there in total? In the, in three the total. So, so there's just the three wolves. Three wolves, one male, two female. So the father and the two women. Hmm. See, still a hoe. 
Oh, he's out. Ah, he's out. That was hmm. pretty co- like a pretty good connection. <clears throat> I was like, "What do you mean?" My dumbass. Elizabeth, calm yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are y'all doing? Sud staring at me. Um, is there anything we haven't checked in this room yet? No, you have checked everything. Well, I say this. All right, so you enter back the main hall, and you have searched everything here. So the only place to go is up. I go up. So let's go up. We go. Let's go up. Well, I wish we could take the dumb way. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, you can try. So no, you, no. you go up the stairs, and you find that the lamps here are unlit. She. I'm gonna sit on my I have dark vision. I do not have dark vision. I have dark vision check. Well, huh? I just light the lamps and I work and see. Yes, please. I'll light the damn lamps. Alright, you light the lamps. Um, you see the spot where the silver longsword was hanging. The one that has the windmill cameos. It is not there. The Standing suits of armor are there. They are back in one piece and arranged like they were the first time. Each one is still clutching their spear. And you notice that the visors are shaped like uh, wolf heads. And then you see the doors between them that are carved with the images of dancing youth. I suggest and you, you see the staircase that continues up to the third floor. I suggest you be wary around the armors, just in case they try to fuck you up again. Mm. This is me to the armors, like... Let's take, let's just go through the room one by one. Right? No. There are... Well, you can give me a perception check. Fourteen. Fourteen. You notice, you go up and you investigate the, the wood carving on the door the, of these dancing youth. You notice that the youth aren't actually dancing, but they're fighting off swarms of bats. That's interesting. Bats. Anything else on this carved wood motif? No. Alright, so you have two doors to the north and one door to the south. There's two doors to the north, one door to the south. The door to the north that is closer to us. All right, so there's a door directly next to the stairs. Yes. Well, I'm going there. All right. You find this undecorated bedroom contains a pair of beds with straw-stuffed mattresses. At the foot of each bed is a closed foot locker. The door to the left appears to lead to a closet. In the right-hand corner stands a small wooden door a metal button set in the wall beside it. A basket full of unwashed laundry appears to have been left beside it. Press the button. Sloppy people. Yep. You press the button. You hear a little bell 
and the door opens up and the dumb waiter comes up and ends up on that second floor. Nobody hmm. Remember, there's no electricity. How this is all working, we have no fucking clue. Imagine. Now open the door and see what's in the dumb waiter. There's nothing in the dumb waiter. Okay. Bing. I mean, it could be gears. Gears? Or it has to be like manually. Yeah, so it's up. physically like. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. There's a little pond outside that's like rolling the wheels. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Oh, gosh, guys. And when you press the button, it repeats, it? Yeah. All right. Uh, any cupboards or anything in this? Nope. There's just the closed foot locker. There is the yeah. laundry basket and the dumb waiter. I'll check that foot locker. All right. You open the foot locker and all you find is some old clothes. I go through the laundry basket. All right. So you search the laundry basket. Yeah. And it contains some men's laundry. Okay. Including fine suits, tunics, neckties, pants, and stockings. However, you find a single, much smaller woman's slip. That seemed to have gotten mixed in with the rest. I checked that to see if the lace matches. It does. Slip is like. Well, slip is more like the skirt, right? The little underskirt. Yes, like a silky underskirt. This would be the full. So okay. it's got so straps, covers the bust. So the older time. Okay. It's it's, it's so. basically the underwear that you put underneath your corset. So huh? is, that, is that how Elizabeth You have to out? talk loud. I am Sorry. deaf, deaf, deaf. They said so Elizabeth was doing laundry and found her husband fucking around. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, well, we... I, I doubt this would be it because of the straw bed. I think this would be Clara's room. This would be the uh, servant's room. Maid's room. And yeah, she's trying to, well, she's doing laundry. I mean, we could, we could kind of maybe take all this nice fancy clothes and later on uh, sell them to the little the point. It's a little stinky. Well, if you want to carry them, you can go right ahead. There was like some fancy bows and ties in there. Or you can make him put it in his brown sack. I'm not going to put that in my brown sack. It's a little stinky. What the fuck is <laughs> it? Raw for well, these are unwashed clothes. They've been sitting there for years, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what, no, hold on. What is that other one? Not persuasion. Freaking, uh... Can I roll for intimidation to, uh, shove all these coals in, uh, his big brown sack? Go ahead! <laughs> You're gonna intimidate one of your own party members? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I like how you walk around. I approve. <laughs> Damn, Ruskies. She's like, you will put this in your bag. No, it's not I'm a bag. So it's a no, big... What's up? Listen. He is not intimidated. Pretty, pretty please. Listen. No? Okay. It's not a bag. It's a big brown sack. Nice throw. We can, you we, don't even know who you are. So maybe, you we get, maybe we can He's have this one Paris. Yes, what he said. You're Valerian? Sure. You know, the white hair? Oh, I'm not, I don't have white hair. You know, Why, I get me Why get me to hold it? Nice. That way you have nesting Dirty material blonde. for your dragon. I ain't gonna let my dragon friends sleep on nasty, dirty clothes that smells like 
ass. Well, I'll at least take the uh, um, bow ties and the... Uh, the neckties? Yeah. Alright. Well, the little guy is much more classier than that. Different. I'm gonna pretend this is him. This little All right. So, what is what else is there? In this room, nothing. Okay. <laughs> and so I can't. So, do y'all go to the next room on the same side? Yes. All right. So you enter this room, and it appears to be a library. There is red velvet drapes covering the windows of the room. An exquisite mahogany desk and a matching high-backed chair face the entrance in the fireplace, above which hangs a framed picture of a windmill perched atop a craggy, a rocky crag. Situated in the corners of the room are two overstuffed chairs. Floor-to-ceiling bookshelves line the south wall, and a rolling wooden ladder allows one to easily reach the high shelves. Mm. Uh, they really like mahogany. Yeah, I want to be Is it daylight outside? I'm about to get the books. <laughs> Alright. You get to the books. What are you? Oh, same thing. Alright. So you investigate the books and you see a bunch of different books about spell casting, um cult, um Scientific books and law books. Oh, scientific books? Yeah, like um, animals and stuff like that. Ooh. Um, I look over at uh, Typer. Okay. Typer. Typer, okay. The only person like, to know my name. Yeah. Hey, I know your name. Mm-hmm. Teleford. That's good. I got the, the hard I on the typer. Teeth doesn't come out right. So I um so I look over at him and I say, You are investigator, no? I am. Maybe investigator. Have something interesting. Take a look at the books again. Haha. Cause it, it, everybody grabbed one book. I'm particularly interested at the scientific books. I will take a look at the uh Spellcasting. The spellcasting ones might be good for someone who can cast spells. Is there any history books? There's not so much history books. Damn it. Alright, so I'm going to pick up the scientific ones. Alright, you just, you find some random scientific books. You know, like I said, there's some about birds. There's um, some about um, the mist of Barovia. But as you flip through it, it's kind of a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can fucking tabloids. Yes. Um, but, this, but the magic books, somebody might be able to get some new set of those. I look at the rules. So you you see, you flip through them, and you see a bunch of dark magic style spells. Mm, maybe not you. <laughs> Pass it maybe over. Maybe not for to... a cleric. I'm going to just very gently pass it over to. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's not very cleric material. Actually, that might be a good way to say that I got my Eldritch Blast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, you're getting ready to 
multi plasmids of war. No, it's because I got the. Oh, you got your fever. Yeah. You could say that's how I got my spells. Or my, my warlock spells. Alright, what are y'all doing? There's the desk with some stuff on top of it. So there wasn't really anything in the books? Not really with the books. Is there any drawers in the desk? There is drawers in the desk. Give me a... It is locked. I'll break it open. I wonder if, yeah, if we had a big strong fork to, uh, to break open the desk. Why don't y'all search what's on the desk first? Oh, what's on the desk? Holy shit! <laughs> what's on the desk? <laughs> They're like books, a globe, a book, a pen, some paper. Awesome. I'm gonna knock the shit out of you. Fine, I'll, I'll investigate what's in the box. Alright, so, <laughs> you see, <laughs> on the desk, there is a handwritten letter. Um, there is a small collection of rocks. Each one has its scientific name. There is a book on the desk. And there is a tattered sheet of music. There's also an oil lamp, an ink, a jar of ink, a quill pen, a tinder box, and a letter kit containing red wax candle, four blank sheets of parchment, and a wooden seal bearing the Durst family insignia, which is a windmill. What is the letter? Pass that down, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's the letter say? What does it? Dear Mr. and Mrs. Durst, in light of my current condition, I respectfully ask, ask you to leave for a brief time away from, from my responsibilities. While my devotion to your dear children makes this decision difficult, I have taken it upon myself to find a solution that I hope will serve your household well. A good acquaintance of mine is experienced in the care of children, and I believe that she could assume my role during my temporary leave without question. I realize that my request is not without its com com complications. However, my years serving your family have shown me the depth of your understanding and compassion. Uh, I truly feel that I have become a part of this family and I look forward to bringing another member of the family into this world. Yours sincerely, Clara. Oh. Somebody's drink. <laughs> well, fuck. So she was planning on leaving. Still a hope, but... <laughs> and then she died. Alright then. So, we're going to try to unlock the, the drawer. Alright. So that's why they killed her, because she was trying to leave. Ooh, that's what Ooh, that's Alright, so you open the desk. And inside you find a number of receipts for candles. You find some daggers. An incense an iron key, and a piece of parchment. She probably take the two of us. What's on the parchment? How many daggers are there? Two. 
Is there anything in on the parchment? It reads, Bulwarton's word can open the way. Well, I can I do an arcana check to see if I can identify who Bulwarton is? You can. You can certainly try. Nobody checked the little box on top of the desk, right? No. Okay. It's a tinder box. To start fires. Well, oh, got you. Tinder. Twelve. You have no idea who Bull Warden is. Hey, does anybody? However, Marina, you remember when you were looking through the books on the bookshelf, you could have sworn you saw something by Archibald Bull Warden. So he was the author, or he just wrote something in the book? He's the author. Can I go grab the book that uh, he was the author of? Yes. So you walk back over and you saw the book on the bookshelf called The Architect's Art by Archibald Bulwark. You didn't pick it up because it didn't interest you. It wasn't magic books. Uh, I'll grab it now. <laughs> All right. So you you grab it and you pull and it doesn't come off the shelf, but you hear a click. Yes. And you see a panel in the wall kind of open up just a little bit. Anybody? Can I show you perception? You can do perception on the door? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I thought I was going to pull the book off. Uh-huh. 16. You sense some magic coming off of this door. Anybody going to look at the rest of the stuff on the desk? Your favorite part. <laughs> so you see a book and you see some music. Mm-hmm. What do you look at? The music sheet. The music sheet. So you see this tattered piece of music that lies on the desk and it's titled Song for Elizabeth. Mexican American. <laughs> like <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna hold on to that. Okay. And then I'm gonna look at the book. Or the book or you look at the book. So you see a book that is titled "The History of Leo the Dread." Hmm. Hmm. I wonder. <laughs> Should I, um, I'll be like, hey, um, Leo, um, you might want to take a look at that. I'll go over and I'll open the book. All right, you open the book and you oh. start reading it. And it's written almost like it was written by you, 
and it tells the story of your life. And as you read through it, you get to the final page. And the book reads, Leo pulls the book into his hand and begins to read, unaware of the creature that watched them from the shadows. Slowly, the creature begins to creep forward. You turn the page, but the next page is blank, save for a blood stain two-thirds of the way down the page. Uh, Go tell somebody. Show everybody else the book. You can. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> so, as who are you showing it to? Um, whoever's in the room still. Everybody's in the room. We're all in. Jess. Yeah, I'll just yeah. show it to everyone. So, as they look through the book, all they see is blank pages. Oh. I don't know what you mean. The door, it is open. We so need to go. I'll, uh, I'll tell them uh, what I read in the book. All right. Along with the last part. Along with the last part? All right. Only the last part. part. So the last part reading about the unaware of the creature that watches them from the shadows. And then the bloodstain. And evidently or slowly the creature begins to creep forward. Hmm. I immediately draw my sword. Can we see anything around the room? Give me a perception check. Okay, I'm gonna just, I just hold, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. hold the, the rolling pin. I'm gonna hold the rolling pin. I start praying. 22. You don't see anything in the room. I'll, I'll do a perception check, see if I see anything. All right. Maybe it pertains to me. <laughs> it's gonna be like that Doctor Who episode. You thought. You see nothing in the room. That would still be perception. Like stay in the or you don't sense anything in the room. Yeah. He's not in this room. Can you feel anything like if it's Stride's like watchdogs or anything? If what? If it's like Stride's watchdogs? Stride's watchdogs? He doesn't sense anything. You do not sense your daddy? Who is your daddy? You're still trying? I don't know. Still oh, yeah, it's, he's still. Still. Okay. All right, so shall we investigate the secret tunnel? Yeah, secret tunnel. Let's go. We all share one. To the bookshelf. All right, so you pull the dark panel away from the wall, and you see another small panel made of dark wood behind it, built into the wall, approximately chest level. There's a small hollow niche, jagged and irregular, that lies in the panel center and emanates a faint amber glow. Uh, what is a niche? Sorry, I'm a little uh, dummy dumb on A little hole. Okay. See, there's like a proper word. Is it big enough to fit a dagger in? <laughs> you can try. You can certainly try. I ain't got daggers. All I got is this big ass sword. Is it like. Try to shove this big sword in a little hole? Is it like small enough? With like a keyhole or something? It's it's not a keyhole. It's. Something definitely fits inside of it. But it would be bigger than the key that you found. Do y'all think anything is still on the (laughs) desk that might fit in it? I don't know. 
That's the wrong thing. Is that my wrong thing? I can't. Is it a tiny? How tiny is the book? It's a few inches across. I said there's this faint amber glow that's coming. That little amber shard. Wait, I, I thought the amber shard died. No, he's, he's got it. Yeah. Nope, he has it. Alright. I, I thought I say I thought it died. Alright, class. Class passed it to me. I have the amber shard now. Is it big enough to fit in the hole? Indeed. I put it in the hole. So you stick the amber shard in the hole and it dissipates into mist and then vanishes. And you hear click. Well, there goes four hundred gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. it. I heard a click. That means something clicked. Let's find what clicked. All right. So it, the door opens slightly when it clicked. I open the door. All right. With my you find a a small hidden room packed with bookshelves, groaning with old and ominous looking leather bound tomes. A heavy wooden chest with clawed iron feet stands against the south wall, its lid half closed, sticking out of the chest, its ribs and head caught between the beneath the lid, is a skeleton in leather armor. Mimic? You open the chest? Alright. So, I must say, must say, shouldn't you have checked for traps first? He didn't. <laughs> All right. So, are you sure you are? You, you open the chest and you see the skeleton that is halfway hanging out. And he's clutching a piece of paper in his hand. Pass this, please. And there you can see stuff under the skeleton. What's under the skeleton? Well, he's going to have to move the skeleton, honey. I move the skeleton. What's under the skeleton? What's the one with the It's a skeleton. Well, you don't say. All right. This is is a real world uh, fail world. Yeah. (laughs) Do y'all need me to read it? My most pathetic servant. I am not a messiah sent to you by the dark. Do y'all want me to read it to you? Let me see. All right. Let me see. My most pathetic servant. I am not a messiah sent to you by the dark powers of this land. I have not come to lead you on a path of immortality. However many souls you may have bled on your hidden altar, however many visitors you have tortured in your dungeon, know that you are not the one who brought me to this beautiful land. You are but a worm withering on my earth. You say that you are cursed, your fortune spent. Your husband took solace at the bosom of another woman, sired a bastard son, and drove you to abandon love for madness. Cursed by darkness? Of that I have no doubt. 
save you from your wretchedness? I think not. I much prefer you the way that you are. Your dread lord and master, Strahd von Zarovich. Damn. I'll move the skeleton. I'll move the skeleton to see what's under. All right, you move the skeleton, and you see that the chest contains three blank books with black leather covers, worth about twenty-five gold each. Three spell scrolls, and a spirit, uh, and a deed to the house a deed to the windmill, and a signed will. I'm going to pass it. those over. All for you. As you own a windmill now. Oh, I'm gonna... Yay. I'm gonna... At least you think you do. Can I inspect the, uh, the tomes? The old tomes? Yes. All right. Investigation. Well, investigation the the are you checking the black books that are in the chest? No, just the old tomes that you mentioned. Okay, so you find a bunch of rotten books on the shelves. Um, the ones that seem to be intact. There's one that says, "In the light of Osibus, rituals of the life caller." Hearts of Midnight, Fantastic Devils and Where to Find Them. And then there's a really gnarled up tome um, that says, Got 99 problems and a demon ain't left. <laughs> <laughs> It's a halftime show, right? Yeah, I was hoping there'd be a lot of and make it. Well, Earlier, the southeast of the Southeast of the I know problems with demon one because that's one of the cleansing spells. Mm. Uh, there's not no sleep in the room, right? No. There's no like lust Eragonia Mayor or anything here. No. Afraid not. Hmm. What were the spells? Um Nope. That was the black was the leather uh books. There's three of those. So the spell scrolls, I don't have a gold value for them, but they are bless, protection from poison, and spiritual weapon. Was there anything left on the desk? Nope, y'all got everything. Oh, it's the right little one. Right. The sun sword in there. <laughs> Did we look inside? Or we looked inside? Yes, y'all looked in the desk. All right, next room. Let's go. All right. So you go to the next room, and as you approach the door on the south side, you can hear the faint sound of a harpsichord playing from beyond the door. Who's I don't know. <laughs> what do y'all do? I 
and check the door to see if it's locked. The door is open. As you turn the doorknob, the sound of the harpsichord stops. <laughs> so we can't see who's I playing. I turn the knob to see if the music starts again. It does not. And I go ahead and open the door. Okay, you see an elegantly appointed hall, the windows of which are covered by gossamer drapes. The brass plated chandelier hangs from a ceiling and the upholstered chairs line the walls. The fireplace lies cold, decorated by alabaster figurines of dancers neatly placed on the mantle. Full open. Alright. Yeah, it's not lit. It appears to be a fireplace. Sure. Go ahead, give me an investigation check. It's a fireplace. I'm glad I know that was a sign. All right, what are y'all doing? Um, Making my way down the hall. Walking fast. Wait, wait, this is where the, there's a harpsichord in here, right? Yes, there's a harpsichord. Does anyone know how to read music? I don't play instruments. I don't care yes, if I, I do. Play. Maybe something might happen if you play this. Okay. Okay. Is there music sheets? Uh huh. There is a music, there's a piece of parchment of handwritten music on the harpsichord. All right, which one are you going to play? All right, so this one is entitled The Waltz for Clara. So, as you press your fingers to the keys, the notes echo with a haunting melody fill, filling the quiet, dusty room. As you continue to play, the music seems to take on a life of its own. Your hands moving across the keys unbidened, as if gilded by an unseen force. I knew I could play it, but not this good. <laughs> From the edge of the room, you begin to see spectral figures that materialize, spinning and weaving in a ghostly dance, as though led by the song. Most are unfamiliar to you, but you recognize two of them. Elizabeth the Durst in the corner watching Gustav's apparition dancing with a beautiful young woman wearing humble clothing. The eyes of Elizabeth's apparition narrows into a cold, furious stare, but the dancers pay her no heed as the song grows faster and the spirits whirl to the rhythm of the harpsichord's crescendo. With a swift movement, Elizabeth reaches for a pendant around her spectral neck, a shimmering amber shard hung from a cord of ethereal mist. As her ghostly fist curls around it, her eyes flash a bright, menacing amber, and the spectral dancers dissipate, swept away as if by an unseen wind. Elizabeth's apparition lingers but a moment longer before disappearing with the rest. As it does, a sound resonates through the room, a low sound of scraping wood originating from a room across the hall. The floor trembles faintly and you hear the crash from the mantelpiece. 
Two of the alabaster figurines have fallen from their place on the shelf. One toppled over on its side, the other scattered across the floor. Well, that was strange. <laughs> we got the, that kind of reaction from the one that's already there. We should try to play the other one and see what happens. All right, give me the sheet. Me. I'll play the other one that are sheet me that she found in the other room. The song for Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Before he does that, can I look at the figurine that fell over? Yes. All right, so you go over and you investigate. Give me an investigation check. Mm -hmm. All right, you find that the toppled figurine has a, the one that's toppled over, has a crack across its face, arms, and torso, and depicts a young and slender female dancer. The shattered figurine has broken into dozens of pieces and it appears to have once depicted an older man. The third figurine that's still on the mantelpiece remains defiantly atop the mantelpiece where it stood. What does it depict? It's a woman. She really is such a jealous bitch, isn't she? Well, I mean, he's fucking dancing with his fucking mistress right in front of his wife. Does marriage mean nothing? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so you start playing the song for Elizabeth. And the conservatory again fills with ghosts that dance about the room to the tune of the melody. The ghost again take no notice of me, save for two. A younger version of both Gustav and Elizabeth, who stand beside the fireplace, staring lovingly into one another's eyes. Suddenly, the strings of the harpsichord are cut. The ghosts vanish, and a grinding sound is heard from above. The fireplace lies cold, so I'm assuming he wrote this piece before the affair started. Obviously. Lovely. Marina. Oh. Oof. While you're watching the dancers, something white catches your eye beneath one of the chairs. It's shiny? <laughs> Plask is asleep. I'm gonna go investigate. Like I said, we could drag him around like we did pink leads. <laughs> you look under the chair and you find a small white dog. Toink white? Nope. It is very much alive and very much afraid. Oh. And it is huddled, shivering and shaking under the chair. Uh, I like, reach out a hand, not as to like pet him, but like to for him to sniff. And it cowers away from you. Oh, it's okay, little guy. I'm gonna offer it a piece of food. Well, hold on, let her. Dog. It's a dog. Okay. Dog. Um, I'm gonna, Doge. you know, sit down on the ground. Don't you have uh, food in your brown sack? Where you can. I have mine a is, mine is not brown. I'm gonna get, I'll brown. give you one of my biscuits. Yeah, yeah, I did. Well, I did pack some of the food in the thing, but yeah. I'll uh, grab his, uh, his biscuit now. 
break up with Ace and see if he comes. Alright, give me an animal handling check. Oh, damn it. With advantage. Oh. You actually kill the dog and chokes it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Twenty. So you offer the dog the biscuit. It sniffs. It's still scared, but its hunger takes over. And it comes out and it takes the biscuit from you. And then it begins to lap at your hand. You start to pet it. The dog is rail thin. You can tell it is absolutely starving. It's like you made yourself a new yeah, friend. I'm gonna scoop him up if he's not too scared. You see that he's wearing a collar that has a excuse me a tag on it. What is this? the tag says Lancelot? Oh, that's a that's a long one. <laughs> Lancelot. <laughs> and it is a real dog. He's a real dog. <laughs> <laughs> not, a, not a stuffed taxidermy dog. Yeah. Nope. It is a real dog. Uh, what, Here's some more biscuits dress? for your dog. It's a little terrier-looking mix. Aww. Okay. So she it's did, a mic. It's a doge. Wishbone. It's a doge. Watch the star. Yeah, I'm gonna wishbone. Yeah, I'm gonna just cuddle him and like keep him next to me. Uh, I guess like every once in a while I'll give him a little bit more biscuit. And it licks on your neck and your face. It's very grateful, and it feels safe with you. Good. Would you like some more biscuits from my brown sack for your tongue? Well, I, well, I got both of you up Oh, shit. This is why I had to get y'all back in the first man. <laughs> y'all had to save the board dog. Yeah, we're like, yeah, see you later, Lancelot, it's fine. Wait till um, later on. That might be a fresh shot. What next? Could we have chunked Yeah. Yes, it's a dog. Not on this floor. And go up. Wait, we can put him on the floor. That came from upstairs. So upstairs. Well, we'd hear other sounds coming from another room. So that was upstairs. All right, y'all heading upstairs? Yes, yes, heading upstairs. You start heading up the stairs. You get about halfway up, and the stairs stop. And it is bricked off. You cannot go any further. The um, house will not allow you to. Well, we got the dog. Let's go knock on the bricks to see if I... It is here. solid brick. <laughs> like fucking Harry Potter, like... Oh no, it's just another brick. I said I had to get y'all A to get the silver cross bolts. There's only three of them now. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's better than zero. Is it? We can reuse them. uh, Silver short short short. Yes. uh, Wait, hold on. Does anybody have rope? Rope? Does anybody have rope? Everyone you should, should have rope. rope. I, mean, yeah. freaking... I mean, later on, it might be a little leash, but rope is standard. Is it standard? Yeah. Yes. No, I do have a pack. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 I'm an idiot. I probably have it because I did the mess kit, in it, or I did the. Are you gonna tie Lance a lot? No, I was gonna make a leash later on. Got a water skin, torch, turn right, so I do. Okay, I like. Never mind. Go back down. <laughs> go back down. Let's go into the basement. Yeah, basement. Go to the basement because you have to go up to go down. Oh, that's right. And we can't go. 
Yeah, the, the yeah. third floor too. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, okay. let's go back. Is that why it's processing modeling itself? Yeah. Now I kind of feel bad that I didn't want to go back in the house. <laughs> you had to make me get a dog. <laughs> Maybe feel bad. Sad day. Okay. All right. So I guess yeah. we're going uh, our way out. Oh, that's yeah. right. Um, I have smith's tools. I can, if we get to where I can use a forge, I can make silver weapons. Okay. So, but there's probably, so many forges, and I know the, that's the problem. So, if, yeah. So if we find a forge, I can make us some. I could turn the bolts you do need the materials. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go back to the kitchen. Or yeah. Huh? Let's go back to the kitchen or the dining. Let's go back to the dining. Not gonna be hard enough. And I'm gonna take all the silverware. Silver is usually silverware is usually made of. This is That's fucking true. Barovian times. This is true. Again, so maybe it might be the silverware is silver. Yeah, okay. And if the silverware will actually stay whole, we yeah. out of the house. We can, te- we can we try, try it. it. Yeah. I'm sorry, if, if this dog disappears in my arms, <laughs> <laughs> she's going to feel so bad about something. I love how y'all say something. Leo looks, Leo. Jacob looks at me to see what my reaction is. <laughs> also, uh, no? uh, the, uh, yeah. the mill. Is southeast of uh, of Milwaukee, so we go check that out. <laughs> no, no, wait, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, not right now. Right now. <laughs> at least we have we have to get at least speaking out, speaking out, out of game. character. You do not want to go to the fucking mill right now, <laughs> unless you want a TPK. Yeah. We're probably two or three levels under level ground. We can always yeah, no. we can always go there. Oh, so back we here. will have to go there eventually, but right now it's not the time. No. <laughs> I love, I loved everybody's face I when he stopped right there the because that's, yeah. <laughs> if there's any fight in this fucking game that I'm looking least forward to, it's that one. Oof. It, it, it's tough. It's a tough fight. So, yeah, right. no. So let's go. Mill is later, <laughs> but we still gotta go to the lucky anyway. So yeah. Let's stay in our lane. So okay. yeah, let's. I'll grab whatever all silverware I can. Well, and, um, and hope that we can actually. It stays. Can I check that armor on the way out to see if it's just metal or if it's silver? Yeah, you could check it. We're gonna be fighting with like spoons and shit, like popping pop eyes at mm-hmm. <laughs> it's silver, silver, silver. Once it's melted down, you can dip whatever you want in it. Yeah. Eat it. I, mean, I guess we can sharpen huh? it. Huh? 13. 13. It's just plated crap, <laughs> it's just ornamental, decorative armor. It, it's, it's like a pot metal. Yeah. <laughs> It's just there to look pretty. All right, so y'all head back to the dining area and get all the silver that way. Out the door. Does it all disappear? And all the clothing, all the silverware are gone. They turn to dust in your bags. Not the dog, and now, not, the dog not the, the dog leather books, okay. the documents. Now, the documents and the books, when you look at them, they look like they have aged by at least a few hundred years. And they're wow. very brittle. It's a good day. I don't know if the dog not a few hundred years old. So I lost my rolling pin? Because the door's open, the dog ran in. What about the the rolling pin is gone. Damn. I didn't get to it's use gone. It. 
It's okay, we can make our own. And now Carfina's gonna step back and watch all of them get sucked. <laughs> for all that food that they got. Later. Oh no. They're gonna have the shits. But the crossbow? Wait. The weapons are all but I eat, there. But I eat cheese, so therefore I'm gonna be constipated. Basically, all the food we also kind of dust in our stomachs. Mmm, does. Hey, it was still good about last Y'all are all very thirsty right now. All of us are hungry. They just dust in the bag. Like I said, Carfina is just like, fucking dumbass. We're lucky we didn't. You might want to drink some of that water that. You need some milk. Ismark gave you. Oh, yeah, the wine's probably gone too. No, they took it from the distillery. No, anything that brought into the house is good. With a bottle of wine soaked in the prophylactics all going through. Yes. Okay. Yes, but I have wine that I stole from the Vistani. Let me crack it open. Who wants some? Anybody thirsty? I'll take a drink too. All right. A couple swills out of the bottle. Wait, oh, did the, did the toy wolves also dust? Yes. Oh, oh. Okay. So, as you dig through the. Um, the bag that Ismark packed for you. You find a letter inside. It says, It's not in cursive. <laughs> Time's too good. Wait, So this letter got into our back and we Yes. Why would he have this? He wrote it. Let me see. Did I give you the wrong one? No, this is never mind. Sorry. I saw the clay on the dish. Alright. It says, My dearest Irene. This is a long ass letter. As I sit and write this, my heart hurts with the knowledge that the contents of this letter will indeed hurt you. Neither myself nor father will be there to provide comfort to you during such time. My only solace is that the group that I send you off with will hopefully help you as you progress process the following information. Information that should have been given to you before now, but the time just never presented itself. Sadly, now isn't the right time either. While you're still grieving father's passing, but knowledge may prove to be vital as you venture into that plans you own. Father promised me to keep this information secret until he had the opportunity to tell you himself. Unfortunately, he lost that opportunity, and now it falls upon me to be the bearer of bad news. While I've always loved you as my little sister, the truth is, you're not blood. What an ass! You came to our family when you were around three years of age. Father was out searching for a man who had become lost. In that process, he found a young girl crying by the edge of the... Svalich Woods. Svalich? Near the pillar stone of Ravenloft. Her feet were war torn by brambles. Her clothes dirty, her hair tangled. He brought her home and searched for her family both in Krez and Velaki, but none was to be found. So he and mother decided to adopt you and love you like their own. That little girl was you. There wasn't a day that you were not loved as if you had been born to this family. That love followed first mother and then father to the grave. I continue to bear that love and I hope it is enough not only 
bear the burden of their loss, but also give you the strength you need as you process this information. My wish is that you one day can return to our home knowing that regardless of what, I will always be your family. Please be safe and return when you can. Signed, this mark And so as you read it out loud, you see Irina's face become white. You're adopted. You're adopted. <laughs> That's fucked up. Fucker just reads it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked up. And Irina goes, Oh my gosh. You don't know what to say to that. Well, at well, least he's... Is the one to let us say this monster loves you very much. Loves you like a sister. That's all that matters. Wonder why they never told me. Just assume probably it'll be a hard thing for you to process. I know now it's probably not the best time to be receiving this news, but you still have someone that loves you dearly. <sighs> I don't even know what to think of that. Let's just get to Milwaukee. And I'll not think about it until then, and then I will just try to think on it when we're not worrying about not getting eaten by dire wolves. I agree. Let's make sure you're safe first, and then once this is all over, you can have a heart to heart with your brother and work this out. As if it's not bad enough to have to deal with straw, now I have to deal with that. At least that's a little bit more easier to deal with than to stop, than a stop to. Oh, that's true. <sighs> I wonder if Strahd knows. I wonder who else knows besides Ismark. Somebody do a perception for the spies around us, if, if there's any around. There's yeah. a perception check. Do you yeah. feel that is Strahd here with you? Well, let's just get to Velaki. Well, at least now, once this little guy gets stronger, we'll have a do- guard dog of our own. Watcha. Tiny but mighty. You know, I, I think I've seen that dog before. I want to say... That is Gertrude's dog. Aww. I understand the lost girl's dog. Huh? Back in Barovia? Yeah, back in Barovia. She's the the girl Ismark was saying has come up missing. She's the daughter of Mary. But I would say that Mary's in no condition of taking care of a dog right now, and I would don't know where Gertrude is, so I would say that the dog is probably better off in your company right now. But I say we get to Velaki. And with that... Shots. Shots. Yeah. I expect one sitting here when I return. <laughs>